This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hi, everyone. It's Deanna with a great interview for you today on the podcast. I interviewed John Kramer from the Lego Church Project. So if you've looked at Legos as those annoying little plastic pieces that hurt your feet and muck up your vacuum cleaning plans, you are in for a real treat to hear what John Kramer does with the Lego Church Project. I am so excited about our guest for the podcast today. Um, I have John Kramer from the Lego Church Project. Welcome, John. Hello. I am very intrigued. I have seen pictures of what you have done for a long time on Facebook, even before I Uh, let's say, met you uh, in various Facebook Facebook groups, I would see your work and I would think, gosh, what is this guy doing? This looks really cool. So what are you doing? Tell us what you are doing with these Legos. I am building my own design, a large Catholic-style parish out of Lego bricks. Interesting. So it's a whole parish. Yes. And are there people in the parish? There are over 200 little Lego minifigures sitting inside. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, um, I have I used to be a mom of little children, and we had Legos. And so my image of Legos is often of just trying not to step on them and hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other problem was always, what do we do with these creations, right, that our children... Uh, put together and they did not want to dismantle so how do you how do you put together your creations well I usually take about two months to build the project start to finish Uh, working on it anywhere from a couple hours to just a few hours during the day kind of depending on what I'm trying to do for the day or what am I trying to figure out Uh, once I'm actually done with the build then I actually take this on the road to a couple places usually either like a parish or a, like a function, like a holiday bazaar, and show my talent with others. That's amazing. So two questions. Um, what made you decide to start this project, and how long has this been going on? The project itself has been going on for about 21 years. I'm entering my 21, uh, first season right now, actually. What kind of happened was I've been doing the the churches ever since I was a kid. My friends were into Lego, but they were building these elaborate spaceships. And then you'd occasionally see the Lego displays at the mall where you have these adult builders who are building these massive creations, a replica of the Liberty Bell and other impressive things. And you reach a point where you wonder, well, can I do that? Is that something I can do? So it was my love of the church that kind of turned it into what it is. And I started doing public displays with it because I just used to use it, keep it in my parents' house where I was living at the time. And then eventually started doing the displays. So the more that I ended up doing that, uh, it just kind of developed over years to where I'm at right now. Wow. So you started small and you've gotten bigger. 
so what was your first project? Do you remember? Well, the first pro- uh, project that I ever took on, on the road was a, a modest size one that I had built. And, and mind you, I didn't, at the time, I didn't even realize I was actually going to do this uh, publicly. Okay. Uh, I had a chance to go up to the uh, Mount Zion community in Flushing, Michigan, for a week with the with the the building that with the church I had for Christmas at the time. People just loved it. Uh, they had never seen anything quite like it. Uh, and then when I started doing the Christmas display at my home parish, uh, Christ the Good Shepherd, uh, here in Saginaw, that's just when things really kind of took it to the next level, so to speak where I realized that I was probably a, a little bit more legitimate uh, uh, Catholic thing that's kind of very unique uh, to the area. So you bring your project to churches in and around the Saginaw, Michigan area? Yes. Okay. And what kind of response do, do you get from people? Well, you get the people who have never seen my work before, and they're just totally amazed. Uh, and then you get the people who have seen me, who have been following me for several years, and they're just trying to wonder, well, what is John going to come up with next? How is he going to outdo himself? Okay. And, and you get these people who have been seeing me, following me for years, and they just love what I'm doing. They just soak it all in to see what the creativity is and kind of how things go. Uh, with the direction of what my mind is uh, going for for that year. Yeah. So do you have, before you sit down to actually build with the Legos, do you have some idea of what you're going to build? It kind of depends. I do, usually before the end of the uh, current season, I'll usually sit down and start generating some ideas as to what I'd like to see in the next project. Uh, it is very rare for a project to turn out the way that I originally envisioned it. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, Why I is mean, that? <laughs> well, because I never know where the story is going to go. Okay. Uh, God is using my talents in a creative way, so I'm really trying to tell the story that he wants me to share. What focus does he want me to put more effort into? And it kind of shows through in the creativity of how I'm laying everything out. So I never really know exactly what things are going to develop until I actually sit down with the bricks. Okay. Now, are these all regular Lego bricks that you can just buy through Lego? Yes. Wow. (laughs) That's that's the other thing that catches people by surprise is that, yeah, they're off-the-shelf Lego. Okay. Because I, I looked at some of the images that you have on Facebook, and I see, like, stained glass... Those, uh, I mean, obviously, it's probably not glass, but no, uh, where those did those were actually come? donated. Those were actually donated by another Facebook page. He actually makes those custom pieces and sent me some of those uh, because he's because he's a fan of my project. Wow! So there's been some collaboration with other groups. That's uh, that's not directly. Neat. Just some people, just some companies that will donate things here and there mm-hmm. to help things to help with my desire to make things as realistic as I can, given that I'm using Lego. Right <laughs> now. What about children? What do children think about this, this work? Well, the children, they see this massive construct of Legos. And they realize that it's a church. And they, they're looking for all kinds of details on the inside. Okay. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I put a lot of really 
goofy things inside to get the kids' attention, to get them to draw them to certain things inside. Uh, I've had Star Wars droids in different sections of the project. I've had, I've had superheroes uh, in full costume sitting inside. It's goofy things like that that gets their attention and gets them to start wondering, and hopefully drawing them to to the church in the in the process. So the superheroes are going to mass. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's really neat, and I think that is—it's fun, and it's a way, really, like you were saying, to get them get the kids to think about what is really going on. Exactly. So, do you always have a tabernacle, an altar? Yes. Okay. Uh, it, it, the altar, the altar is the tabernacle has kind of changed a lot over the years, but then again, that's also been reflecting the, the, the current trends in church buildings where you're seeing more churches trying to go back to those more elaborate tabernacles uh, in high altars where we really bring more of a focus into the mass. So really over the years that you've been doing this, which is, you know, you're starting your 21st year. So you've changed and gone along with the changes that you've seen in churches in general. Yes, and I and I follow that's, this. I st- Go ahead. No, no, that's just really that's really fascinating. I mean, it, so this is not this is not. Yes, you're using your imagination, but you're also being accurate, which I think is really important. Accuracy is the key to what I do. Uh, and granted, Lego, you can't do everything that you really want to do with Lego. Lego is an impressive medium, wonderful medium. I love working with it. But for some of the more intricate details, like, say, on a very elaborate altar setup, you have to make a judgment call as to what you can do, and you have to make compromises given the building medium. Okay, that makes sense, because they're still just little small plastic cubes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little plastic pieces. Um, So how many pieces, like in your last installation in your last church that you built uh how many pieces of legos i would guesstimate 20 to twenty-five thousand pieces give or take wow wow now do you have a a system like for sorting you know like all the red ones all the blue ones and then by size what what do you do well it just kind of the the red and blue will get sorted into one container the uh yellow and white will get separated in another uh, plates, all the plates, the uh, tiles and stuff, those will get separated out. Uh, pieces that I used from the previous year, like the organ, uh, the tables, the ambo, those will all get a set aside. Same with the window pieces. Uh, just it's a it's a kind of haphazard sorting, but it works so I can grab things easily enough. <laughs> okay, and so this must take up your like your entire what coffee table, dining room table. Where do you where do you work on this thing? I have, I literally have a folding table sitting in right in the middle of my living room. Okay. And it takes up the majority of my living room. <laughs> I, I'm in a one bedroom apartment out here and <laughs> my poor living room looks like someone uh, hit it with a wave of Legos. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a Lego land. <laughs> exactly. Like, like a builder's workshop. That's amazing. Actually, there, there is a Legoland in Florida. It's an amusement, a Legoland amusement park. Um, 
which that that must be an interesting place. Um, I've never been. But so is there anywhere besides Michigan that people can see your stuff or just Michigan? Just Michigan. Uh, Anytime I'm doing one of my public displays, especially if I'm at a church, one of the things that I hope is that we can get some visitors to those parishes. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, especially when I'm doing the when I, especially when I'm doing the Christmas display, that is always a lot of fun for me because it is at my home parish, a uh, place that I that I grew up in. So for me to be able to bring the project out, there is a hope and a prayer that you can get some visitors to come out and visit, to number one see the project, but also number two to visit the parish community as well. Right, right. And what is your home parish again? Uh, it's called Christ the Good Shepherd, which is right in the city of Saginaw. Christ the Good Shepherd in Saginaw. So you say you bring it out there for Christmas. Now, do you do anything different in the church, uh, you know, in your Lego church at Christmas time, or does it look the same as it has all year? It will generally look the same. If there's a way to add certain extra details between uh, the between the previous display and the Christmas display, I will try and do that. Unfortunately, though, sometimes the design does not give me much wiggle room, especially if I'm if I'm going to try and change interior details. Once the entire system is built and the roof is in place, it is very hard to change things. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say sure I understand because I don't, but I agree with you because you know what you're doing. I would not know what I was doing. <laughs> oh. I have a lot of I have a lot of fun on things uh, with that. I mean, and it's like you really do enjoy what you're doing, and just to see the people's reactions. Uh, one of the things too that I want to to go back to your question about the kids. The other surprise is the adults, especially the older adults. They love what I do. I get so much feedback from them too. That's great. I think in a way it's taking something that we just, we don't ever think about as holy, right? Uh, Legos. And then you take them and you really do make something for God, you know, for his glory out out of gratitude for this ability that you've been given, which is a really positive way to do things, uh, you know, Rather than always using things for a secular reason, using them, you know, for for God and to draw people in, because you know, as Catholics, we we want to draw people in with truth, with beauty, with goodness, um, and you're certainly doing that, you know, with with the beauty and the goodness part of it, uh, showing people what is possible, which is always something I think people appreciate. You well, know. and also also too, it's a prayer. How is that? Tell us. Well, what I'm doing is, as I'm building, it is a physical prayer for our church. It is a physical prayer for those who may be struggling in their faith, uh, who may not feel that God uh, is with them in, in their struggles. It is also a prayer for people like me who have a disability. I've got a malformer cerebral palsy. And you've got people who are struggling to try and find their place within the church. And I'm just kind of praying on that and showing people that no matter what challenge you face, God is still with you. God will use your talents. I could not agree with you more. 
That's that's a really great sentiment. And it's not just a sentiment. It's the truth, you know, that we all have something to give. And you truly have found a great niche uh, to really to bring awareness to that fact. And like I said earlier, to draw people in through what you were doing, you know, um, does anyone help you with this? The only time I get any major help is when I'm doing the uh, displays. Uh, because since I don't drive and I don't have my own vehicle, we'll usually have to get one or two people to help me move the project to wherever I'm going. Okay. Uh, case in point, uh, Father Jose over at All Saints Parish in Bay City. Uh, last couple of years, he's come out himself to, to pick up the project. <laughs> That's a that, hands-on kind of guy. He, he loves my work. And we'll try and make every effort, if at all possible, to make sure that I get to do a display with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, such an amazing community over there. Uh, at uh, Christ the Good Shepherd, uh, we'll have the maintenance people come out and bring the project out. Uh, depending on where I'm going, if I can work out the transportation details, you find that there are people who want to see my work, who feel that I should be out at a specific location, and they will find the way to do it. They will make a way, even when we may not always see uh, how the logistics are going to work out for that. Okay. So you have community support, which is important. Very, Um, very important. (laughs) Has there ever been, uh, I don't a tragedy, a tragic event where in transporting, any problems (laughs) in transporting? Actually, Uh believe believe it or not, that happens all the time. It's a a question of, the the question usually becomes is, number one, are all the pieces there? And if so, can I fix it within a short amount of time? And the answer most times is yes. Okay. Uh, Case case in point, uh, the first public display I did for season 20, the project came back and one of the bell towers was destroyed. And it's like, eh, it took me about 20 minutes, but I got it fixed. (laughs) Okay, all right. And plus, there are some windows that are designed to pop out on purpose because you've got kids in there that like to explore with their hands. Sure. Better for the windows to pop out than to have the entire wall come down. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. So, wow. All right. So, what, uh, what is your plan for this upcoming season? Well, I've got some rather interesting ideas for season 21. Uh, it is dedicated to the Blessed Mother. I have a small statue uh, that is sitting inside in the front of the, uh, by the altar. Uh, so the project is going to be kind of focused on that. This will be a, my own attempt at a massive cathedral, I guess, for lack of a better term. Okay. Uh, so with that design comes its own set of challenges. Uh, but I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing where I'm going to take this build. I'm only, I'm only within about a full week into the current build, so I'm really early into the stages of it. So the challenge becomes, what can I do? How do I do it? And with each with each build, it, it each build has its own set of uh, challenges to it. Uh, either something with the bell tower, something with the layout, uh, just you learn how to adapt. You learn how to modify your plan and not be afraid to make compromises if needed. And how long does the build typically take you? It will take me from anywhere from about a month to two months, depending on what I'm doing. Wow. 
that's that is truly a dedication and a labor of love uh i wish i i wish i lived closer to saginaw michigan that i could actually see it in person uh and also to bring my grandchildren to see it in person but we live really far away from saginaw michigan (laughs) (laughs) so uh somehow someday it would be so cool if you could somehow get these projects to be replicated in other parts of the country wouldn't it yeah it would uh Although I've also had people who are interested in trying to have me out uh, in Lansing, uh, the state capital, uh, okay. for a display, uh, and, and I'm kind of—I mean, I'm open to wherever God is willing to send me. When you when you think about it, uh, th- this is something that God wants me to do, and even if I can't always see how the logistics of the of the display would work out, uh, I'm confident that God will send me where He wants me to be. I, th- I think that's a very positive and uplifting attitude uh, and one that really just shows that that trust that God is really in the planning and he really is in the execution and planning of many, many things. Um, it just requires us letting go. <laughs> yeah, not always easy. No, not always easy. That's probably a whole nother conversation. <laughs> so. Anyway, John, I want to thank you. I've so enjoyed learning more about this Lego project. I I now really have a better understanding of what I'm going to see and what I've seen. um, And I so appreciate that. And um, as always, I'm going to drop links to your Facebook page uh, so that people can take a look at it. And I'll put some images, but they can go to your Facebook page and look at even more of them and hopefully give you some support. And anyone who's listening who is anywhere near Saginaw, Michigan, be on the lookout for the Lego Church Project so you can take a look at what John has built for season 21, which is dedicated to Our Lady, which is a beautiful, beautiful dedication. So I I wish you all the best with that and uh, hope that God opens many doors for you and for your Lego Church. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We'll be talking again. God bless you. God bless. I really wish I lived closer to Saginaw, Michigan, so I could go and take a look at John's next installation that is dedicated to the Blessed Mother. But nonetheless, uh, that's not going to happen. So for now, I will just enjoy the great pictures he posts on Facebook and see where the Lord is leading him in new directions uh, as far as you know places he might be able to show this uh, wonderful project that he has going on. 21 years he's been doing this. Really quite an amazing feat, if you think about it. So I asked John when we were chatting at the end of the podcast, uh, I had turned off the recording, but I asked him if he might have the not lukewarm challenge for us for this week. And indeed, he did have a challenge for us, and I love it. His challenge to us is to ask and answer the question, how can we use our talents for God. How can you use your talents for God? You know, God has given each of us a unique gift. Are you using it for him or not? Are you hiding it under a bushel basket or are you letting your light shine so all can see? So really that's the challenge, right? Is to say to yourself, what do I have that God has given me? And then what do I have that God needs for me to use 
for his glory so that people will better know who he is. So that's our challenge for this week. As always, I love to hear about your challenges. Drop them in the comments in the show notes uh, portion of the blog post uh, or email me at Bartolini at MediaAngels.com. Until next week, I encourage you to always live not lukewarm. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.